Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Shall we begin? Hey, baby. Hello, baby. What's up, Jam Fam? What's going Ooh. on out there? What a gloriously hot day here. Yes, in the ATL. <laughs> in Atlanta. It's like 100 and 100. I ran two miles the other day mm-hmm. at like noon or one o'clock, and it was like the heat index was like 101. Nice. Yeah. Well, that'll detox you. I was detoxing. <laughs> Oof. Wow. Awesome. Well, cool. Welcome everybody to uh, to this week's episode. As you know, we love starting off our episodes with magic. Uh, and magic, as we define it, is your ability, our ability to influence ourselves, to influence others, and to influence life in an empowering way. So we really enjoy starting off all of the shows with magic so that When we focus on something, it expands. When you focus on anything, whether it's positive or negative, empowering or disempowering, it expands. So we prefer to focus on the empowering so that we experience more magic each and every day uh, in our lives. And so that's why we start off our our shows with magic. Yeah, it's awesome. And so stay tuned because after magic, we're going to get into... um Lots of cool stuff. Yeah, lots of cool stuff. Especially we... like number 11. Number 11 is my favorite. Okay, cool. But you got to stay to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is all about winning Winning multiple. Influ- oh, no, No, wait. not winning friends. It, that's funny. Although that's a great book. It this is, is all one. about winning uh, a multiple offer situation. Okay, cool. Or awesome. winning multiple, multiple offer situations. Right. Yes, yeah, cool. Absolutely. All right, so you're going to roll with some uh, some magic there, baby? Yeah, so uh, definitely magic this week is, our business is, has definitely steadily been picking up. So we have three closings over the course of the next uh, 10 business days, which is lovely. That's much more normal than not. And uh, and then I had two listing appointments this week. Yep. And I know you have a ton of buyers right now. Like it's really... Quite, yeah, quite a few buyers and a couple of, of renters. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah. it's it's great. Like high dollared renters though, like thousands of dollars yeah. per month. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then my, uh, so that's my production magic. And then my production capability where I take care of me, me being the golden goose is that I did a pull-up today, an unassisted, full-blown pull-up. So, and then really, I did three. (laughs) Like where my bar was, or my chin was over the bar, and I had full extension. Meaning you were fully extended, your arms are fully extended, none of that holding yourself halfway and then pulling your, you went all the way down. Yeah, I did. Rested. I did rest. Mm-hmm. You know, not with your feet on the ground, but I'm saying you were all the way extended mm-hmm. and then you pulled yourself all the way over the top of the bar mm-hmm. and you went back down and yes. did it a couple more times after that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Mm. It was uh, it was really great. That's definitely something that I've been playing for for a, a good minute. I mean, I would say at least two years I've been playing for that. And mm. so metaphysically, what that means to me is that I'm able to pull my own weight. Yeah, and so, cool. so my trainer, you know, we train on Thursday morning. So our trainer 
said, oh, somebody's capacity is expanding. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, baby, you just better look out. So we got we got a lot of cool things coming up. Mm-hmm. By the way, I would like to mention before we share your magic to make sure Jam Fam to go to Sex Money and Real Estate Group on Facebook and get in that that community that mastermind where we dive deeper into different things and uh, really explore um, all things sex, money, and relationships, and uh, of course real estate and those relationships. And uh, it's it's awesome. It's free for now, but it won't be soon for long yes cool what's your magic babe i got a couple pieces of magic uh my p magic is that we did play red light green light i think we might have mentioned this already in another episode or another somewhere Mm. uh along the lines that we decided to um release yeah release the uh release our office at the office Mm -hmm. you know we're still we're still in the same brokerage and and uh loving it and at the same time you know, with the boys and virtual school and, uh, and honestly, all the mask wearing that goes on down there, um, everywhere, <clears throat> everywhere around that office, it doesn't seem for me, it doesn't feel conducive for, um, my level of energy and what I'm looking to, mm-hmm. to create. So yeah. And our yeah. level of business too. Right. So, uh, the magic is that we did release that and then, and that was a couple of weeks ago actually. And mm-hmm. we had boxes of, you know, marketing materials and things around the house here. And then mm-hmm. last weekend, you know, with the with the with the help of the boys, we set up our home office. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't yeah, had an office it. home office in a while, so it was pretty. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, and I feel very Google Googley Googleish. Googleish. Yes, because uh, <laughs> right next to our home office is our ping pong table. So and the Atari and the Atari. So uh-huh. we can work. Uh, we can work forty five on. Take yeah. fifteen off and hit the ball around a little bit, or play yeah. a, play a game of Space Invaders and back at it again. Yep. Absolutely. So it's cool. Absolutely. And then my uh, my other magic, my uh, my golden goose magic, is us uh, and our date night on Saturday night was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely enjoyed making the time to uh, to go out and hang out with you. And then, um, you know, I had said earlier that day that I really wanted like fish, mm-hmm. and um, we ended up at this uh, Rumi's kitchen. Rumi's kitchen yeah. here in, in, in Sandy Springs. Fantastic, unbelievable! Yeah. I had this piece of salmon that was the size of my head, yeah. cooked perfectly <laughs> with this uh, dill rice, and I was just over the moon. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was so, and we had a great time, service. and yeah, yeah, the service was amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the restaurant was packed. Oh yeah, so it felt so normal it to be. So nice. You know, it was nice to be in a in a restaurant that was jamming mm-hmm. you know just and everybody was just doing their thing and having a great time and yep. uh the energy there the vibe was fantastic yeah, for sure. it, was, it was awesome yeah so if you get a chance check out Rumi's kitchen tell them bill and nancy sent you yeah we don't know who we are yet <laughs> but they will <laughs> soon yet. but we're taking we're, yeah you, you got we're you, going back yeah and you just keep going in there and telling them that we sent you and they'll know who we are soon right, so exactly Cool, cool. All yes. right, so what are we talking about today? I think I mentioned it earlier. Yeah, how to win a multiple offer situation. And really, you know, this is I, I, this is an interesting perspective because you, you know, our division of function is I'm the, the listing agent and you are the buyer specialist. So mm-hmm. you have the buyers and I have, obviously, the sellers. Mm-hmm. And so just the multiple offer situation from each one of our perspectives can be unique you know it's like what is it like to receive an offer and then what is it like to submit the offer Mm -hmm. so i think that's fascinating you know like as you craft the offer 
the conversations that you're having with clients, the conversations that you're having with the other agent. And then likewise, when I'm receiving the offer, uh, you know, what goes down on my end. So it's, um, this is cool. I'm excited because we, this is what's, what started this is all of our listings in this moment have gone into multiple offer situations. Well, they have for a while. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but, you know, a lot of it has to do with our marketing strategy is so freaking amazing mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah, that it works, I don't know, 95% of the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, I think there's only twice actually did not go into multiple offer situation and yet that's still closed. So my closing ratio is wicked high. And, but really from your perspective, I mean, with all of these buyers, you know, it's like, how do you win these multiple offer situations? Because here in Atlanta, it's, it's a, it's a very hot market right now. Yeah. It's challenging for sure. You know? And, um, I mean, it's, it's definitely like Johnny on the spot kind of thing with, uh, you know, the listings that come up and, and really paying attention to those, uh, inner office, you know, pre-listing, uh, conversations. conversations And, you know, and even our office has like, um, you know, has a, like a Facebook page that's internal, mm-hmm. a, a private Facebook page where we all, you know, it's a, it's a resource for us, you know, for vendors and questions and things like that. And then you see on there where people talk about, you know, things that are coming up that aren't quite listed yet and they sell off of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, being in a bigger office, um, you know, our office is like 400 plus people or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's helpful, you know, mm-hmm. and we have some, you know, we have some heavy hitters in there too. So yep. a lot of listings fly through our office. So yep. it's helpful for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, winning with buyers though, on those, on those lists, uh, you know, is, is still challenging. Mm-hmm. Even, even all that being said, cause there is a lot of competition right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, but we know we did, we did create a list and some of this is original and some of this is, uh, just, you know, what we've learned from best practices over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, 20 years. Right? Yeah. Where, where we've learned these things from. And so we're going to go, uh, we got 11 things, 11, number 11 being Nancy's favorite. Mm-hmm. And, um, especially as a listing agent, mm-hmm. that's her favorite thing. Um, and we'll we'll just go over one by one and and add on a little detail as we need to. Okay? Yeah, and I'd really like to as we go through these things. Like, I would love to hear what your comments are if if we need to add something to this list because we for sure go through this list as we're creating offers. I mean, I know Bill does, and then it would just be great, you know. So it's like let's let's figure out best practices. So. Cool. Number so, one's pretty obvious. Yeah, go as high on the purchase price as possible. I mean, even a thousand bucks over list price can go a long way. Mm-hmm. So you know, and when you're talking with your buyers, you know, I mean, a thousand or five thousand or even ten thousand can seem like, you know, a lot of money going over list price. But yet, if that's what the market's supporting right now, a uh, fantastic. And the art of the deal is actually getting the deal. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's no more. You know, am I getting that? you know, 93% list to sale price or whatever like that. It's, it's, can you get the house? Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, to have that conversation with the buyers, you know, it's, you know, I mean, it's essentially five or six bucks per thousand right now, uh, is the cost of borrowing money. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you know, obviously confirm that information with your, uh, with your lender, but, um, you know, interest rates are low and, uh, an extra, an extra five bucks a month or 10 or 15 or 20 bucks a month may not be 
that big of a deal so that uh, in, in your mortgage so that you can win win the deal, win the house, win the property, and uh, live happily ever after. Yep. So that's number one. Awesome. Two, this this may seem pretty simple, and yet it I cannot tell you how many times this does not happen. So lower your due diligence days. You know, mm-hmm. obviously due diligence is that time in which they have all their inspections and, and all of those things. So either lower it to five or seven days because inspections can happen during those times. I mean, clearly if, if there's a survey situation, then, you know, you can make a, a, a little asterisk for that. But overall, due diligence can be short. And the other thing that we have here in Georgia is something that's called a right to inspect. So you can put in uh, zero due diligence days in the contract and add the exhibit. However, you have the right to inspect. And then within the exhibit, in a nutshell, don't quote me uh, on this, but in a nutshell, it says you have, you know, blank number of days to get the inspection done and blank number of days to submit any requests for repairs. So it's that that's really a, a big one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just really locks in. It just lets the seller know that the buyer's totally locked in. Yep, absolutely. So, awesome. Number uh, three is uh, remove all those stipulations, like all that stuff around cleaning the house and carpet cleaning and... Painting doors. Painting, Before yeah. you even had a, all the cosmetic stuff. Whatever the stuff is beforehand or, you Before know, you maybe, maybe a termite letter instead of a termite bond. Right. Um. Yeah. And then and again, for the purpose of getting under contract, just make it clean. Because once you have the inspection, you can always ask for the home warranty or the termite letter or, right. you know, those things in the on the on the um, during that inspection period, that negotiation period. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, just make that thing clean as a whistle. So, you know, very little stipulations or no stipulations and requests at all. Uh, number four. I love this one too, really, because it shows a lot of uh, earnest to, uh, to to getting into the property or obtaining the property. Is increase your earnest money. I mean, to I, I mean, I I ninety nine percent of the time I write my contracts as earnest money being one percent or mm-hmm. more. Yeah, uh, but we get a lot of offers that it's way below that. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, really. If you, you know, if there's really a high level of interest and they're serious, then go to two or 3% of the sales price, oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. know, or make, make part of the earnest money go hard after a certain amount of time, uh, to show really how serious you are about, uh, getting into the house as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and we personally had that experience. Like when we just sold our house yeah. not too long ago, I guess within oh, the right. last year, that's right. Yeah, Our buyers legitimately bailed on us it was like two weeks before the closing yeah all the contingencies you know had expired everything and they were just like no we got cold feet we're out and so it was great because our inner our earnest money was one percent but if that was two percent i don't know if they would have bailed i mean that would have been eight grand Mm -hmm. you know so uh, but nevertheless, we did get the four thousand, right. and uh, and they paid <laughs> they paid our mortgage for the next two months, which was uh, which was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I for sure two percent yep. if you if you're in a multiple offer situation. Uh, and you know, and still, you know, there you may be tempted to have the the attorney hold the earnest money or um, 
you know, or the other brokerage world that earns money, you know, and in Georgia, we do have those choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me personally, this, you know, this is whatever it is to you is you, but for me, best practice is always to have my brokerage hold the earnest money. When mm-hmm. I'm the buyer, I have the buyer. Yeah. My brokerage <laughs> holds the earnest Which money. Which is hilarious because that's my preference too as the listing agent. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. That's where we get into fist fights every once in a while, but fisticuffs. Mm. Cool, cool. Uh, number five is uh, make make the seller make the seller's choice of closing attorney. I mean, it's never really the seller, it's the other agent, but use their closing attorney. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a relationship with our closing attorney yeah. and we love them so much. Yeah. And if we're in a multiple offer situation and they're, they're like, please close with, then yes, use them. They're going to mm-hmm. do a great job. They, they're, they're, they're saying that because they already have a relationship there with them anyway. So, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let go, use yep. them. Um, Speaking of closing attorney, how mm-hmm. about those closing costs? Yeah, remove those too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you're gonna, if you need some closing costs to get it closed, then you know, make your best offer with um, those added into the the purchase price. Yeah, you know, if it's a five hundred thousand dollar house and you need ten thousand in closing costs for whatever, then make it five hundred eleven thousand thousand over plus the plus the closing costs. You right. know, so right. um, so helpful, so mm-hmm. helpful. So if you need them build them into the price, you yeah. know, and of course do your due diligence yourself and make sure that the house is going to appraise and, you know, do your job. Right. And if there's room for the, uh, if you know that there's room for the appraisal or yeah, for the closing costs, mm-hmm. throw them in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and chances are that if it is going into multiple offers, then there definitely is some, some room to go up. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, Let's talk about escalation clauses. Yeah, cool. Uh, I love escalation clauses. Yes. Um, I mean, they really show again how serious your buyer is about getting into uh, getting into that house, you know. So you can make an escalation clause. That, I, I, mean, I guess first of all, what is an escala- uh, escalation clause, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it is uh, it is language in your contract and your special steps that says that if um, they get another bona fide offer that is uh, at or above yours, then you'll go automatically. You'll increase your offer by X amount of dollars, mm-hmm. $1,000 to $2,500, let's say, over their best offer so that you're they're always getting the top dollar from you. Mm-hmm. And you can, and you stipulate up to a certain point, right? So, you know, if, if, if you're buying a $500,000 house and you're, and you're like, I'll go to $2,000 above your best offer uh, up to $525,000 and then it gets a little ridiculous for me after 525 mm-hmm. then do that you know say this is this is the most I'll pay and I'm willing to pay $2000 above your best offer mm-hmm. so yep. it's fan- it's a fantastic clause and again shows how serious you are mm-hmm. now there are there are a couple things I do want to add about that okay. so usually you also want to include that the seller and the listing agent will show you uh, the next highest offer to legitimize mm-hmm. yeah. your offer. That's number one. And then the other thing too is we've we've been in a few situations where we're in a multiple offer situation and we've had multiple escalation clauses and without the seller doing anything, mm-hmm. the buyers actually ping pong off yeah, each other that's true. to the top of whatever their cap is. Mm-hmm. And so... It's fascinating what happens. Like the seller doesn't have to do anything. And all of a sudden it's like $20,000 over the, the list price because, you know, of the cap. Well, 
here's something that was fascinating on the last one that we're going to close next week is that they did just that multiple offers, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. They escalated the price all the way up. One buyer had the cap on the escalation on the top end of their, I think it was like 15 grand over list price. Mm -hmm. But the second buyer put no cap. I'm willing to pay whatever it takes to get above this escalation. So amazing. So clear. So they won. But here's the other thing that they did. You know, here again in Metro Atlanta, the majority of agents will put an escalation clause of 500 or a thousand, maybe $1,500, but very few agents are putting 2,500 or $3,000 over. So by you making that extra space, like if you're already going up in those increments, you'll actually hit that top end sooner than you would if you did it in small increments. Mm -hmm. So it'll, again, it'll differentiate yourself. You'll, there is a chance that you're going to get it for a lower price than you would if you put it on the, on, um, on the cap. But then again, if, Buyer A is willing to put $1,000 in an escalation clause, but buyer B is willing to put a $3,000 in escalation clause. Mm-hmm. Again, it just demonstrates more commitment and skin in the game, Absolutely. I think. So it's, uh, it's, it's really great. We use escalation clauses all the time. Yes, all the time. Number eight, include a personal letter from the buyers. Yes. I've been known to write it on, ha- on behalf of the buyers before. Yeah. And... Uh, I always think it's better from them anyway. Yeah, sure. we have a template. Um, there, there's a template and we'll send them the template with all of the, like, the unicorns and rainbows and bells and whistles in it. And then they'll fill in the blanks. And then we ask for multiple photos. Some We've had buyers uh, give videos before. And then um, what, what we also encourage them to do is to make an, an exhibit to the contract. So the seller has to see it. Like you have to show that seller the um the the letter then Mm -hmm. because otherwise you know i've unfortunately been in situations where the um the seller never sees those letters because they want to take the emotion out of it so the unethical agent is not showing them the photos or the you know basically the information that they wanted to deliver to the seller so it's kind of crappy and yet you know you make it part of the contract they have to see it right so love that cool cool i love that too nothing to add there um you know i just like you were saying with that actually there is um just make sure you again you're working closely with that lender to know that you can hit all those numbers what are we talking about the lowest Wait, which one were you talking about? We're on number, we're, we're about to go into number nine. Oh, I was on number nine already. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let us, let us go through number nine. So number, number nine. nine. So what Bill's talking about, folks. Is the lowest possible <laughs> financing, possible financing dates, you know, so 15 to 18 days for the appraisal and 15 days uh, to remove their appraisal contingency. 15 to 18 days for the financing. Right. And then 15 for the appraisal. Is that not what I said? No. Oh. And then... <laughs> Okay. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and then, uh, and then, or, you know, if you don't need an appraisal contingency, then just remove the appraisal contingency exactly. altogether. Now, so this is fascinating. So we have like secret weapons within the secret weapons. So with our lender partners, we have been known 
to ask our lender partners, if we're in a multiple offer situation, to call the listing agent and say, hey, this buyer like is amazing. You need to go with this buyer. And I'm validating from a lender perspective, this buyer's credentials. Yeah, I love and that. it goes a long way. It really does. Because no, I don't know of any lender. We have like the best lenders that we work with, but I don't know of any other lenders. I've never heard of anybody do that. Nobody's ever called me personally. Really? Yep. I have our lender call the other agent all the time to let them know how, you know, great. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's because we work with the best lenders. (laughs) That's amazing. I didn't, I didn't, I never realized that you never had anybody ever call you before. Mm -hmm. No, you never had a lender call you to say how how great. Not in a multiple offer situation. No, I'm usually the one who's reaching out to them to introduce myself and Hey, you know, and obviously following up and making sure that we're going to get this sucker closed, but I've never had. So, and then another, another, um, another strategy with the appraisal is to, you know, if you know that the appraiser, you know, you're on the buyer side and you know that, you know, the, the appraisal could be questionable, uh, after a certain point, then, you know, make that a stipulation in your, in your financing that, um, if, if it only appraises for X amount of dollars that your buyer is willing to pay the difference between the appraisal and the contract price mm-hmm. that happens too. And it's, you know, that'll kill it too. Mm-hmm. Not kill it, kill it in a great way. I mean, like it, it's, it's an amazing way to, uh, to win an offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. So cool. Uh, that was number what? That's nine. Now that we're on nine? 10. But... 10. Offer best financing terms. Duh. I think that's a duh. I mean, you would, you would expect to offer the best financing terms, but I just think that's a no brainer. I mean, I think generally, you know, if you're putting 20% down or even 10% down, we know that's, you know, that's greater than 3% down and shows a higher level of, you know, stability, uh, financial stability, especially if anything were to come up during the, Mm -hmm. you know, during the financing period, anything goofy that they have, uh, they have something to cover it. So yeah, makes sense. I mean, cash is always king, right? Yes, absolutely. From the listing side, yeah. it's the conversation that's like, oh, well, you know, we're, we're going to put 3% down and, you know, keep our cash for ourselves versus the other offers that have the 10 or 20% down. Yeah, and then shows. when I go back to the other agent, they're like, oh, well, we could put 10% down. Well, why didn't you do that in the beginning? Right. Like, you know, it's just, yep. again, it's, it's, of course, you want to put your best foot forward in all situations and they don't. A lot of times. And number 11. Your favorite, baby. I feel like a drum roll. Do we need a drum roll? I don't know if I can (laughs) (laughs) Can you guys guess what it is? I don't hear you. Oh, be nice. Be nice to the co-op agent. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's... I love that for sure. Be nice because there are... uh, There are... You know, interesting people out there for sure. But yeah. if you're trying to win win the deal and you're not the nicest agent out of the six that are submitting. Yeah. And the most on your game and the nicest. Yeah. Like your contract's tight. You're saying hi and thank you and please and responding properly and quickly and promptly. And you I mean, know. I tell every agent when I'm in a look, work with me because I am the easiest guy to work with. Mm-hmm. I'm the easiest one. There is nobody easier to work with than me. <laughs> I get along with everybody and I take care of business and I dot my I's and cross my T's mm-hmm. and I'm easy mm-hmm. and I pick up the phone. And I'm funny. Right. And I'm funny. And I'm handsome. And so I pick right. up 
No, that hel- is helpful. It in is. This woman dominated <laughs> industry. Uh-huh. Um, but and pick up the phone. Uh-huh. You know, all the texting, all the texting mm-hmm. is not helpful. Pick yeah. up the phone. Make sure everybody knows who you, what your voice is and your personality. Oh, and, yeah, that's And huge. that you're nice. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I like to text as much as the next person, and it's not the most, it's not the highest level of communication. Right. No, it's, in it's that you know, it's the belly to belly relationship. And, and, you know, if you can't do that, then call. I mean, mm-hmm. you're really you're doing an injustice to your client if you're not giving them and having conversations because because essentially you're selling the client as much as anything else. Yes. So, well, and that's the thing is like, we matter just, we matter in the deal too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and th- we are an integral part of it. And mm-hmm. you, and you're getting paid good money to pick up the, for G- sure. the, phone yeah <laughs> and have a conversation and sell your client as well as all their credentials to the other agent and to the seller yes or buyer yes or whatever yes you know what the negotiation starts immediately mm-hmm. for sure so it's it's huge and it's how you write the best offer for, mm-hmm. for good sakes because sakes. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what the hot spots are and you and you've already you're already in rapport with the other agent you, you're always going to write the best yeah. offer because you know what they need or yep. know what they want. Yep, absolutely. So Absolutely. It's it's super important. Yeah. I mm. love it. Cool, cool. So well, that's what, what we got. We got our top 11 list here. Mm-hmm. With our little bonuses intertwined in all of them. Yeah. Just our, our experience for sure. So. A lot of great experience. But, you know, I mean, my close ratio is 92%. I mean, your close ratio is probably more than that, honestly. We're... I mean, you've been in the business way longer than I have. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just... definitely high for sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. So that's it. As always, questions and comments are welcome. Yes. And, and encouraged. And encouraged. Mm-hmm. And if you want to have a, ever want to have a private conversation about this or anything else, uh, we're totally open to that too. So just reach out and, you know, direct messages. Uh, from whatever platform you're using because we're on all the platforms mm-hmm. and uh, or email us at sexmoneyrealestate at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, let's talk. Let's chat. I would love to talk to somebody local. I would love to talk to somebody across the country mm-hmm. or across the world. Yeah. Hear you what's know. going on in your world. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yes, absolutely. It's all about connecting. I mean, that that's really the bottom line is is the connection to the and, relationship. And if you've listened to this podcast to the end and and to to this point right now, do that. Or even even throw something out there if you're looking for a topic or something for us to cover that hasn't been covered that has to do with sex and relationships or or money and finance or real estate. Just reach out. We'd love to hear what you're thinking about and what we could be helpful with. Mm-hmm. We could talk about. Awesome. I love it. Cool. Thanks, baby. You're welcome, baby. All right. Create an amazing day. You know what I'm gonna do right now? I know. You got two buyers left. Yeah, I'm getting uh <laughs> I'm 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 getting out the door. I gotta go uh, I gotta go show some houses. Nice. Well so. I appreciate you taking some time. Mm-hmm. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow the show. I'm Bill Jamison. And I'm Nancy Jamison. And remember, it's a great great life. life.
Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.